Good evening, 003. The following is for your ears only and is classified above top secret by Her Majesty's Secret Service. Less than 24 hours ago, our contact with the We Can Make This Work, probably, podcast network intercepted an encrypted audio message sent over social media regarding the upcoming season of Podcasters Assemble, a hype rewatch podcast covering the James Bond films leading up to Bond 25. According to our intel, Season 1 covered the Marvel Cinematic Universe, while Season 2 focused on the Star Wars Skywalker saga. For this season, the Podcast Network is looking to recruit field operatives from around the world to reminisce about the Daniel Craig Bond movies, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre. In a countdown to the latest film in the franchise, No Time to Die. Your primary objective is to infiltrate Podcasters Assemble by recording and uploading your submissions at probablywork.com. Utilizing a two-way communications device with a built-in microphone, the latest from QBranch. In addition, MI6 believes that the first episode is going to be an overview of the series as a whole, showcasing everyone's favorite and least favorite Bond movies, Bond actors, Bond villains, secret layers, cold opens, vehicles, and gadgets from the franchise's history, and more importantly, your background with these films. For a full mission report, go to probablywork.com. The first episode is scheduled for release on March 6th. We're all counting on you, 003. Rejoice ye one and all, as the dragon has returned, the season two of the Tarviran podcast. Please join Rich Arbara, Rob Alfor, Bill Kulfrain, as they take on the epic fantasy series of the Wheel of Time. This season is dedicated to the Great Hunt, so join us as we go on a mystical adventure following the travels of the Great Horn of Valair in this season of the Tarvira Podcast. Everybody, welcome the fuck back. It is season two of the Taviran A Wheel of Time podcast, where we're going to spend this entire season hunting greatly. I am your humble host, Robert, and I am joined along with... I'm Bill. I love, Hello, that, I love that introduction, Bill. <laughs> Just like, I'm Bill. <laughs> I'm Bill. And uh, I am the great American host, Rich. <laughs> the greatest of American hosts. Which makes me yeah, the sorry. second greatest American host. I'm just here. And I'm, and I'm the greatest worldwide host. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 get you get you get your little island off the, across the pond covered. You get you got to find. Hey, if you think if you think baseball in America is the World Series, then uh, I'm going to be the world's greatest podcast host. Yeah, okay. For the Tarvian Pod. <laughs> uh, but I oh. have also only had very little sleep. So. Yes. <laughs> so been, apologies if I'm a bit lackluster today. And it's very oh, well, early uh, in the morning for us Americans over here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rich as usual is being dragged out of bed by me kicking and screaming. Yeah, Rich is 7 a.m. No, 6 a.m. 6.30 in the morning for him. 7.30 for me. And as we were told, lunch will be delivered to Bill during the show. So you hear any crunching. (laughs) You hear any chewing, that's that's not Rich uh, scratching Mm. himself. Nope. So (laughs) as was promised, we were going to take a two-week break in between books that very quickly became a four-week break and then actually extended past that. I will, I will raise my hand and say, ironically, in the middle of all this COVID, corona crap, I actually transitioned to a new job and, quote, unquote, remotely onboarded. So I'm, I'm talking to you from a desk built uh, for my bedroom, and I have all this gear now that I'm using uh, for work, and I have it set aside. I'm, I'm on my laptop, so no, no. If anybody's listening from my new job, no, I'm not using my, my new gear for... Uh, podcasting but <laughs> it was it kind of made me had to extend the uh 
hiatus we took, but we are back. We are, we're back. We're here. Uh, get used to it. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah. So congratulations, Rob. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm very, very proud of you, my friend. <laughs> I, I, I am too. It was really out of left field. Sorry, baseball reference, but really out of left field, this opportunity came and I ran with it. And lo and behold, here I am. I'm transitioned to a new job. It's, it's awesome. But enough of that. How goes things in uh, Randland these days? Randland? Uh, yeah, it's all right. You know, uh, it's very sunny. You know, but we don't go out. It's always sunny in Randland. <laughs> that should be always the next spinoff. <laughs> You're just never allowed to go out into it. That's all. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Last we heard, everybody was up north uh, celebrating the the defeat of Balzaman and you know the the, the great battle at Tarwin's Gap. And everything kind of goes from there, and we lead ourselves into the second book. Um, I don't have a, I don't have my uh, outline in front of me, so I was hoping for Bill to kind of point us in the right direction. Oh, sorry, Here, folks, it's it's been a little bit of a, it's been over a month since we've last done this, so I know yeah, we have. Like a, I said, I'm I'm half asleep anyway, so. Um, <laughs> So so we yeah I was looking if we had any iTunes reviews that's why I'm going to be quiet. We don't. I'm sure we'd got I'm sure we'd got one, but I can't find it. iTunes review I don't see any. Last we saw it was entitled Chapter Fifty Episode or something. Yeah. One of our one of our listeners Tannis. Yeah 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 that must have been the one I was thinking of. I know we've had a few YouTube comments come in which have been good. Yes. And YouTube is actually we picked up. I know. Yeah, we we've cracked a hundred subscribers on YouTube. We blew past it. We were like at ninety eight. Like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Then, like twenty four hours later, it was like at one hundred and four. It's like sweet. Yeah, man, YouTube's kicking off. I just can't believe it. I never thought YouTube would be a viable like podcasting platform. Considering it is like there's just like a thumbnail, and then it's just like two hours of us talking crap. Yeah, I know. Suckers. Hey. Yeah, I guess you know. Working from home, some people only have access to certain things on their computers, and if they've got access to YouTube, what a better place to listen to a podcast on? Yeah. Um, but yeah, very, very proud of that sort of stuff. Um, what about news? We used to have a news segment, didn't we? Yeah, we did, but we is, don't. Well, the news is that there's this pandemic happening, <laughs> and wasn't everything it, it an has been kind of shut down. Our, our Twitter anniversary? <laughs> no, not us. Uh, <laughs> the Wheel of Time. Oh. <laughs> What do you got? I don't know. I thought it was news. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I uh, know. Yeah, and I also, once again, since I've been uh, trying to catch up on this new position, my, my, my social media footprint has, has definitely been lacking. Uh, I don't know how much how much Twitter uh, Bill and Rich have been picking up, but I, I have not been on on the scene, as the kids say. <laughs> no, I've managed to. I've managed to not keep up with the Twitter account at all. Uh, so apologies about that. We are like, we, oh God, we are terrible at this, aren't we? <laughs> we suck. Why are you guys listening? I love, I love the content. <laughs> just, yeah, we're just not good at promoting ourselves. <laughs> oh my God. That's one of, one of the, um, one of the podcasts that we mutually are fans of. That's uh, called uh, No One Can Know About This. Uh, they lament at the end of every episode about how, how hard it is to, to quote unquote, sell yourself. And, I didn't know what they meant until I started this for, we started this podcast and at the end we start saying, well, let's do this here. Let's do it there. You can go here. You can do this. You can... And it's like, Oh my God, I totally get what they're talking about this. <laughs> you don't have yeah, that man. kind of personality to put yourself out there, but <laughs> love us people subscribe, show us, <laughs> yeah. show us that you care. Yeah, because uh, if you don't give us, especially with iTunes now uh, and uh, other reviewing platforms, if you don't keep giving us reviews, there's going to be punishment due. Oh, that's Bill's big thing for season two. Yep. Rich and Rob are very much against it, but I will have uh, next week a punishment song for you all to listen to. And it's going to be long. I don't know if anyone, if anyone does listen to mine and Rich's other show, I did actually make everyone listen to a seven and a half minute death metal song. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Scott said at least uh, Scott, our other co-host, did say, "Well, at least you warned him." <laughs> yep, said, and you're and warning, now, you're warning seven, him now. Here, yeah. Now here's seven minutes of death metal. No, seriously, seven minutes of death metal. <laughs> if you give us seven minutes of the song you plan to, to to do, I I may quit. I'm pretty sure it's only like it's a very short song anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's catchy, but short. yeah, it's catchy. You'll be stuck in your head for a long time. Uh, but the oh, worst no, thing I... is that you're gonna have to listen to me sing it. 
Well, it's one of those things is when you hear the original song, it gets really stuck in your head for two weeks. That's that's what I found. But anyway, Problem is I'm I'm now just thinking of the song. <laughs> don't say head. it. Don't say it because I'm I'm resisting singing it too right now. But don't say it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's okay. what. Before, well, before we jump into the uh, the chat. Too young for this track. The final frontier. These are the voyages of MC, Troy, and Eric. Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. to discussion uh let's have a word from our sponsors and we're back yes uh, there we go Thank, thanks for telling us all about anchor rich yep you're welcome <laughs> well, hopefully the randomizer anchor. gives us anchors <laughs> he gets a few other uh ads out there yeah it could be spotify yeah. it could be spotify it could be the uh, the white or it could be yours but didn't you do have one for white noise oh yeah i wonder if that's still active oh, anyway I, I, I digress <laughs> <laughs> we're in the shadow at the moment we are, we are. So, um, can I just start out saying uh, I don't enjoy this prologue? <laughs> eh, I, I get it. I get where you're coming from. Um, I got a couple good points from it, but I mean, you're we're, yeah, yeah, we're I mean, all geared up to go right into you know what's what stupid shenanigans is Mac got into? You know what's what's Perrin pissed off about? You know what's what's going on with Nine Even and the Waters? That's still a thing, you know. Instead, we get you know a little. I guess an evil uh, maniacal tea party. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like it's like the Mad Hatter's tea party for dark friends. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's just yeah, like you said, like after everything that happened, you know, Rand suddenly found out he can use the one power, and he's supposed to be the Dragon Reborn. You know, Matt's had his uh, um, his connection to the dagger severed, but he still has to carry it around. Mm-hmm. Perrin's a wolf boy with his eyes. Um, you know, Egwene is learning the one, and all this, you know. All this really cool stuff that it's just like, hey, let's talk to this bloke. Let's see what this bloke Bors is doing with the mask. Ah, like, oh. The man who this calls like, himself Bors. The man who calls himself boring. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't want to be too negative about it. But yeah, no, I just, I didn't enjoy it. Like, this is my, thing is, Great Hunt is my favourite book in the mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. But every time I've come to reread it and I've got to this bit, I'm just like, oh, God. I have to reread this, and then sometimes I'm just going, oh, I'm not bothering, I'm skipping. <laughs> Isn't that kind of a thing with Jordan, uh, with prologues and, 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 and epilogues, where he'll just shift the focus somewhere else, literally to some other guy in some other country doing some other thing? And I know that Sanderson also uses that kind of um, methodology with his books, too, where he has, well, he'll have interlude chapters in his books, but, you know, we all we spent the entire first book mostly through Rand, but definitely in the eyes of protagonists. So this is our first kind of glimpse into the mind of a bad guy. So <clears throat> there's a few points. I mean, like I said, we start with the man who calls himself Bors, and and my first impression was that he is basically evil Sherlock Holmes because he spends <laughs> the first few pages just kind of piecing out everybody's in disguises and masks it's very eyes wide shut but yeah, this guy's got a spider tattoo on his hand which makes him part of the seat yeah. <laughs> the hem of her dress is very very well cut she must be one of the nobles the from, Indian royalty uh, yeah, Domani, <laughs> yeah. Domani royalty the, so he's doing this, oh, yeah. all this kind of deduction and trying to piece basically just like Sherlock is piece as, as much information he can with the little bit that he's given um, apparently this guy as we'll find out, it has a background in deducing things. So we'll find that out later. Um, while he's doing all this kind of deduction, he's greeted by one of the, the serving people, uh, men, women in these white uniforms, offering him drinks, you know, and he- Yeah, so how do I get invited to this party? <laughs> uh, do, do bad stuff. Uh... <laughs> oh, I should, I should my, invite, my invite should be the post. Thanks, right now. But it's like, it's one of those things and immediately get like the evil social dichotomy where he's like, well, I have to accept 
but no way in God's green earth I'm going to drink whatever's inside this cup. So he can already, he's already playing out scenarios in his mind where he's like, yep, I got to accept your drink. I'm not drinking it, but, you know, whatever. Then he starts thinking, shit, they got servants here. Got servants just blab to their friends about everything. What, what, what do they think they're doing with certain? Then he looks one in the eye and this, you know, gets the, the emotionless doll, as Jordan called it, doll eyes. And he's like, uh, they're, they're fake. They're, they're <laughs> not really there, huh? <laughs> so it, it, it made it one of the, one of the things that made him chill. He's like, oh, that's, that's a fate worse than death is to become whatever these yep, people well, are. So, yeah. But they all were extremely hot, scandally clad people. <laughs> men yeah, men and women that. alike. They're not, wear, they're not wearing a lot. What they are wearing is mostly see-through. That's that's also a uh, yeah a theme of, of as we'll find as we know that there are forsaken there's third we do know that there's thirteen of them and I will say that they're not all super old guys with their skin peeled back so we'll we'll, we'll find each one of these people have different personalities as we come across them but the scantily clad servants is, is a theme that runs with at least one of them I know hmm. so and none of none of the people around are paying attention to the servants. Oh no! Well, no. That's another that's how mistake. with that, and that's another tip off that a lot of these people might be a little hoity-toity, high-ranking people because no one ever thinks of the servants. So not not everyone. He did mm-hmm. say he saw a tinker in the crowd. That's right. That that you know what? That's to make my brain just hurt to think of a, a dark friend tinker. <laughs> I know it's crazy. I wonder who it was as well. Do you know the way of the leaf? No, die. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, have this poison leaf. Um, <laughs> do, we ever, do we ever find out who that tinker is? I don't know. I'm sure ever, there's theories I don't about ever it. Remember, I don't ever remember reading about a dark friend tinker, apart from... We might have a Twitter theory. question there. Oh, yeah, although it will contain spoilers. We'll ask on the, we'll ask on the Discord. <laughs> so the next thing that happens is, you know, uh, we were greeted by two Trollocs and a Kevin. They, they, <laughs> one thing you notice is that there's two entrances to his rooms. That's the other thing. It was made to look like a palace and a you know high tea party or whatever it is. But if closer examination, like this is just a stone room dressed up. There's one door there. There's one door there. There's tapestries, but this is basically just a big stone room. Uh, so through one of the doors comes two Trollocs and Kevin, and the Kevin tells everybody, "Prepare, <clears throat> Master is coming." Shout out, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kevin. <laughs> Shut up, everybody. But he had his, he had his, he had his hood back and the head like an egg with no eyes. And the whole crowd was like trying to be cool, but like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look. Oh, you're ugly. Oh, you have no eyes. That's, that's weird. Did you say like an egg with no eyes? I think, I think Jordan used the word egg as a, as a I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not joking. I don't know about you, but the eggs I've eaten in my life never had eyes. Nope. No, no, no. That's the thing. That's the whole point. There's no eyes. So <laughs> let it grow like beyond the egg. If it, let it grow beyond the egg. It has it grows some eyes. But... <laughs> it's sunny side up, Kevin, with a, with a side of hash. Hey, <laughs> gross. <laughs> so first, like Boris, Kevin, Boris is thinking, or the, sorry, the man who calls himself Boris is like my master. You, you can't mean. Is he like Prince? <laughs> does he have? Does Boris have a symbol? <laughs> Gonna, the man formerly known as Boars. <laughs> now, was awesome. X with a line. X with a line for him. Yeah, yeah, I love Chris. <laughs> but he, see, he had some silly name changes over the years. <laughs> you call that a name change? Don't call me Prince. Call me the symbol. The symbol formerly known as Prince. <laughs> <laughs> so, Boars is immediately starting to think. Well, is this new master? Because it can't be my old master. Because my old master is bound in Shiloh Ghoul along with you know all the bad guys. You know, and he starts to think, well, if this is a new master, maybe I can start to find and work my way in and find a crack in the, in the and immediately this visage of, of a man with you know, flames in his eyes or flames in his mouth appears above everybody. And he's he and everybody else in the room almost instinctively and, and almost compelled kneel or lay down or, or, or prostrate themselves and start to begin to, to, to pray or do their their evil, solemn oath. Wait, they start touching their prostates. They 
Yes. They, it, it's actually it's actually quite interesting. Uh, they check their prostates. Hmm. Okay. You know, you got to do that once a year anyway. But <laughs> yes, and I have to do my evil tea parties. <laughs> it seems a bit weird to do it when the when the man with the flaming head comes in. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, but, as they're prostate. going through yeah, their <laughs> their diatribe of a of a uh, prayer, Boris is thinking to himself. He's like, no, no, this can't be. This can't be the real boss, is it? Because he's oh shit, things are progressing faster than I thought. And he's and now he's like, well, there's no chink in the armor there. This is this is our big this is the big boss. This is Trump himself. I, I can't I can't do anything to him. I can't Ooh, Trump, my did way. you really have to go there? Oh uh, uh, uh Trump, I meant uh, uh <laughs> True say Paul Paul? The dark one. <laughs> the dark one with bad hair. Shaitanikan. Oh, oh, oh shh. Nope, cut that out. That was a spoiler. What? Shaitan? <laughs> That's so, close. so the new master mm. identifies himself as Balzamon. Hey, I've heard that name before, haven't you? Yes, I have several yes. times. Yeah, he's, he's a mate of mine. We like we like to sit down and eat uh, these little clay statues of people. Is that Balzamon or the mummy from the mummy movies? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know they're the same actor? <laughs> that, that would be awesome if they get the guy who played the mummy as Balzamon. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. Well, that would be a good battle. Actually, actually, was that not Billy Zane? No, no, it, him. Was, a, it was a different. There was another guy. Was Billy Zane's uh, stunt double. <laughs> he looked because obviously Billy Zane played the Alzheimer in the uh, the Wheel of Time. Uh, the FFX that pilot they did. Yes, highly acclaimed pilot. I was going to say if he was. At... <laughs> I'll just say uh, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it yet, you do yourself a favor and at least spend 22 minutes of your life to watch. That it's on YouTube, just to say you've done it and get it out of the way. <laughs> oh, it was a guy called Arnold Vassilou. Ah, that was a quick pull by you. <clears throat> you must have high, well, good good internet over there. I've I've got yeah I've got good access to IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, don't forget I'm a uh, I am on IMDb myself. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> the trial the trial prodigy you were right. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> a, pr- a prize to whoever can find the TV show that I was on. <laughs> was it I've got all the prizes yet. It was a nightmare. <laughs> no, it wasn't nightmare. I wish it was. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, I'm in a room. <laughs> <laughs> left, right, right, left, left, yeah, right. That's a, that's a joke that only four people will understand. <laughs> and I'm one of them. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, moving on. So after after this entity identifies itself as Balsamon, he presents them three visages, one of a boy, a farm boy with with trickster uh, with a trickster look. Second that's is me. a farm. That's you. Second is a farm boy with muscular build and yellow eyes, who goes by that's the right. name of Rich. Yep. Yeah. How how is your jaundice going, Rich? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Sometimes. Sometimes. How's, how's the working out, gang? What are you what are you pressing at the moment? I don't know. I, I'm. Well, uh, well, well, over 200s. Oh, nice. See, Rich is getting very strong. I am. <laughs> yes, he's. Yes, Tarman Gaidan's coming, and Rich is. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm Hulk out. Don't worry. <laughs> he's prepared. He's hulking out for the final battle. That's right. And thirdly, was the visage of a tall, redhead farm boy. Uh, definitely not me. But he tells everybody. One it's of Rob. these three, it's one of these three is the dragon reborn. However, find the dragon, but do not kill him necessarily, for we may be able to turn them to the dark side. <laughs> so, as Boris is hearing no, this information, that was a great laugh. Sorry, a little too good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so. As this is happening, Boris is also noticing the other people around in the room appearing to have discussions with nobody in particular. And he's like, what, what is going on? Why is this? And all of a sudden he hears balls in his head, telepathically. And he's like, oh, he, that's what he's doing. Everybody uh, is talking to him uh, telepathically. And Malzaman, as he did with three boys in... Um, the grand Matt and Perrin, he's tapping into their brains. He's feet, he's talking to them 
um, telepathically with a booming voice and uh, maybe enhanced by magic, but Boris has nothing that he can do except listen, be compelled to listen, and obey his master's every command. Balls, get me a coffee. Yes, fetch me a coffee, <laughs> balls, with extra cream and splendor. Damn so, right. No milk. <laughs> well, here's the thing. And, and I'm, no sugar, I'm, you idiot. Bill, I need your help so I don't dance around any spoilers here, but he asked Boris three... Sorry, I'm watching at the same time. That eyebrow is, is freaking me out. <laughs> He has three uh, got, very specific. I've got the rocks eyebrow. Commands for boars. First, he had <laughs> tells him to return to Terabon and continue the good work. As we'll find at the Wait. end of the chapter, what that means, or at the end of the prologue, yeah. we'll find out what that means. Second, was terrible. Doesn't matter, <laughs> but the good work part was what kind of a little bit of it. When I realized what he was, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Second, watch for these three young men. Have your network of eyes and ears look out for these three young men, but be careful because they are dangerous. Mm-hmm. And it mentions the Heron Mark blade with Rand and Boar's like, well, if it's a boy, what do you care? And that was when I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not, don't sugarcoat it. Be, be, treat these boys as armed and dangerous and don't mess it up. Yeah, well, and let's then, not forget Rand did kill Agnor in the last book, who was uh, only second to Ishmael and uh, Lewis Farron himself in the one power strength. Ah, Yes, so, that's right. Third in the charts there. And Rand, the just, <laughs> Rand just gave him a good splattering. Well, here's the, the third bit, and I wanted to kind of gently run this by you. He says, regards something about those who have landed at Toman's head. Mm. Is this... Uh, God, how can I <laughs> ask about this without uh, spoiling? Um... Uh, you can't, but yeah, I think you're correct. It's, <laughs> it's what I think it is. Bill, Bill may have a very, may know. Bill, you've read this book before, right? And you've read a little bit yeah. of book three. I'm sorry, yes. Rich. Oh, yeah. Damn, I've read this one. <laughs> yeah, I got to count myself for a name called. Damn it. <clears throat> so, you may know a little bit about what I think this third bit talks about, but. And Bill's nodding his head. It, it, and to those who think they know what I'm talking about, I think it is what I think it is. Yep. Um, uh, descendant, descendants of a certain person. Yes. They went for a swim. So, yes. so is it a descendant of Paul Rudd? It is. Oh, sweet. Well, Paul, in the Paul first Rudwin. book, now Bill, <laughs> cut this out if I'm mistaken, but in the first book, there was alluding to Luz Theron's relatives crossing the ocean correct uh no there was Lewis. A... no there not was some... Farron. no oh. arthur Haw- king arthur hawkwing yeah. so, i believe it's during the scene where perrin and perrin and Egwene spend the night under his hand yes and eilis gives him a little uh, rundown of the uh, the story of arthur hawkwing and he says and some believe some of his kin went across the ocean uh yeah no he sent he sent load out over the ocean and then yep. some believe that one day they will return and then here we have something about people who have landed at Toman's Head. And <clears throat> don't have the map in front of you, but Toman's Head is basically... Way, <laughs> way, way, way west. A Go big phallic, sim- big phallic symbol coming out the there. side of Randland to the west. <laughs> yes, and very phallical. It's, it's very phallical. Well, Sorry, there's no do way you, do you guys know? Do you guys know the rule of the Mulligan tie? No, I do not. Ah, so there's a, a little cove off the edge of Scotland called the Mulligan tie, which kind of looks like a semi-erect penis. All right. <laughs> in the flop position. And anything pornographic <laughs> is considered if to be greater than the angle of the Mullican tie. There's someone with a, like a compass and, and like an engineering desk. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, no, I, think that was it. I think I think someone at some point said, well, you know, if it's higher than that, <laughs> then we should class it as this. Uh, I don't I get McCartney that job. Song. Just kidding. I think Paul McCartney did a song called uh, the Mullican tie as well. I'll tweet that out randomly. That's no, awesome. that is not the punishment song. Uh, so, I guess... So, Boars has no other uh, re- recompense but just to say, I will obey my master and do whatever I can to, to make him happy. And then... And I don't have the information here for me, but Maybe one of the two you can help me out here. Boris then receives a flash of different visions that Bilesamon gives him, and then 
you know, he's done with it, but poof, goes off to the next person. There's a bunch, I was trying to pick up as much as I could, but it was, you know, a woman, and this, and that, and this, and there's a bunch of, I don't know, just kind of flashes for him to try and deduce what that means, along with his three very specific orders. Huh. <laughs> I don't remember. Sorry, what was the question? That's what was, like, after he gives Boris the three um, commands, he, there we go. Uh, he felt himself being lifted, and the world blew apart in a thousand starbursts. Uh, an impossible sky of stereotypical clouds, red, yellow, and black. A woman, a girl, dressed in white, receded into blackness and disappeared. A raven staring him in the eye, knowing him. An armored man in a brutal helm, shaped and painted and gilded like some monstrous, poisonous insect which is also a hint of another uh, army of, of people, raised sword and plunged to one side behind his view. A horn, curled and golden, came hurtling out of the far distance. One piercing note sounded as if it flashed towards him, tugging at his soul. At the last instant, it flashed into a blinding golden ring of light that passed through him, chilling him beyond death. A wolf leaped from the shadows of lost sight and ripped out his throat, but he could not scream. The torrent went on, drowning and burying. So he had all these kind of flashes of different things. Woman in huh. white, maybe that's Egwene. Um, no. The wolf, obviously, that may be Perrin. The, the brutal helm that looks like an insect. I can't say what that is, but it's what I was alluding to maybe with the third of uh, Boris's commands. Yeah, it definitely is. So... Everything goes dark, and he sees everybody else kind of finishing off their telepathic communications with Balzamon. And then a servant says, oh, um, Lord Boris, just wait to your room, please, so you can change back into your normal guard and, 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 and go. And, Creepy. Yeah, I know. So <clears throat> the last chapter, the last paragraph, Boris is changing out of his eyes white shut costume, and it says he pulls out a white cloak with a golden sun. Dun, dun. Which is a Which is, questioner. Well, yes. And, well, the, the golden sun had mm. a red shepherd's crook with it. Which means so, he's like... like he's, a, he's actually an inquisitor. Yes, he's one of... He's not he's just a white up. cloak. He's a member, too. No. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's a special section of the white cloaks known as the questioners. Which completely explains why Boars was deducing and trying to figure out and, 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 and skeeve his way through everything. He does this for a living. And this also is a play on words on what Balzaman was referring to as the good work, because that's what all the White Cloaks are doing. They're doing the creator's work on, on Earth so, or on Radland. <clears throat> and thus, our, our prologue comes to an end. Sneaky, sneaky. Hey, you know what else? You know what else we got coming back? I did a readings with Rob for the prologue, so I wanted to get back into the swing of things with 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 the readings. So we now have readings with Rob prologue style. And now the Taviren present to you readings with Rob. The Great Hunt, prologue, in the shadow. Your master comes. The Murdral's voice rasped like a dry snake skin crumbling. To your bellies, worms, grovel, lest his brilliance blind and burn you. Rage filled the man who called himself Bors at the tone as much as the words. But then the air above the half-man shimmered, and the import drove home. It can't be! It can't! The Trollocs were already on their bellies, writhing as if they wanted to burrow into the floor. Without waiting to see if anyone else moved, the man who called himself Bors dropped face down, grunting as he bruised himself on the stone. Words sprang to his lips like a charm against danger. They were a charm, through a thin reed against what he feared, and he had heard a hundred other voices, breathy with fear, speaking the same against the floor. The great lord of the dark is my master, and most heartily do I serve him to the last shred of my very soul. In the back of his mind, a voice chattered with fear. 
The Dark One and all the Forsaken are bound. Shivering, he forced it to silence. He had abandoned that voice long since. Lo, my master is death's master. Asking nothing do I serve against the day of his coming. Yet do I serve in the sure and certain hope of life everlasting. Bound in Shio Ghoul, bound by the Creator at the moment of creation. No, I serve a different master now. Surely the faithful shall be exalted from the land, exalted above the unbelievers, exalted above thrones. Yet do I serve humbly against the day of his return. The hand of the Creator shelters us all, and the light protects us from shadow. No, no, a different master. Swift come the day of return. Swift come the great Lord of the Dark to guide us and rule the world forever and ever. The man who called himself Bors finished the creed panting, as if he had run ten miles. The rasp of breath all around him told him he was not the only one. Rise, all of you, rise! That was Readings with Rob. If there's a passage in an upcoming chapter you wish to have read on the podcast, simply tweet us at TavirenPod with your request. And that was Readings with Robert. Jordan. With Robert Lennon Jordan. Anyway. Uh, Jordan Lennon III. As Bill, as Bill mentioned, you know, it's not the most entertaining or the most enthralling chapter or prologue. But I think it's needed to give, uh, this is our first uh, view through the eyes of a bad guy. So we get that. We get a little bit of information from each of the different countries, Arid Domain, Terabon, Tyr, Ilian. So I think it's good that we get to see this. Um, also, we get to get a little more background into this special subsection of the White Cloaks known uh, as the Inquisitors or the Questioners uh, with their Red Shepherd's Crook. Uh, we will find more about that as Bill has been graciously delivered lunch. Uh, he has special UK DoorDash, apparently. <laughs> ah, now I want a quesadilla. We're all over the world here. That a, what was that? Is that a crepe or a quesadilla? That's a quesadilla. Uh, it's a uh, piadina. What? Close. I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know what quesadilla change, is. Changing words. <clears throat> It's just an Italian thing. <laughs> I'm not changing the words. <laughs> I, I believe if someone's changed the words down the line, it'll probably be the Americans. <laughs> yep, yep, we do that. Don't forget, it's my la- it's my language, the English language. <laughs> I'll speak American. What are you talking American. about, boy? It's America. <laughs> I'm gonna put. I'm gonna change all these S's to Z's for no reason. <laughs> X Y Z Z, not Z. Come on, guys. Pull your literature finger out, you bum holes. Zed is a, is a cartoon here. <laughs> Inva- a cartoon from the 90s, Invader Zed. Nice. Oh, that sounds like it, yeah. Nice. Is that like Jason and the World Warriors? What, in, in the UK, you're telling me it's called Invader Z? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> that Brad Pitt movie over here, World War Zed? <laughs> Man, you should, you should hear Paw Patrol with English voices. It's, it's, uh, it's messed up. <laughs> Sorry, my kids have gone past the, the Paw Patrol days. Ah, yeah, no, it's so strange because, yeah, on some reason, on the, the Paw Patrol that's on Netflix is all in American uh, or uh, it's Canadian, but yeah, but then you, you get it on the uh, the English channels and it's all English dubs, and it's just like, why do they bother? Come on, Spot, let's go help out, let's go help our friend out. <laughs> oh, come on, Ryder, <laughs> nice. <Shoeshine. laughs> so, what did you think of the chapter, Rich? I mean, it was it, it's pretty basic, it just kind of alludes to what's happening, yeah. Um, on the evil side of things and them all doing their evil evil stuff. And it gets a glimpse of a white cloak who is actually, you know, bad and is infiltrated. The white White cloaks are bad enough, but he's like the bad side of like, even the white cloaks say they're the bad guys or they're evil. Yeah. Yep. So the evil part of the evil group. So yeah, it's an okay base. Hey now. <laughs> you don't know that. Hey, man. You haven't read the rest of the books. There's some great That's white true. Okay. 
They're not. Yes. They're not all evil. They're not all evil knobheads. Okay. <laughs> Just right. Fair enough. Them. <laughs> not evil, but the whole if you're not us, you're you must you know, the whole predetermination of that everybody else wants to be evil is not a popular view. Let's put it that way. Uh, so I'm very tempted to turn it back to Billy and lose a mouthful of food, but I will go from here. I'm, I'm just I... thoroughly enjoying my Piedina. <laughs> <laughs> they are delicious. Melted mozzarella, avocado, tomatoes, bit of pesto. Oh, man, that is some. Um, so if you're, if you're eating a quesadilla grub. and you get on a boat <laughs> to, to, to England, does that, pe- does that quesadilla turn into a piedia, like as you're in the boat on the boat over? I don't know. I mean, I've, I've heard the word quesadilla mentioned so much on podcasts and stuff, and I had no idea what it is. Apparently, it's just a piadina. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Blame Taco Bell. And I'm sure, I'm sure this is either like Italian or like Spanish or something. It must oh. be Italian. It's got mozzarella in it. <laughs> it's not racist. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you know, if it was cheddar cheese, then it would be English. <laughs> if it was American cheese. <clears throat> well, for it to be cheddar, it has to come from um, a place in Somerset called Cheddar Gorge. Oh, okay. You know, I don't, there, I don't there know are strange things like this. Certain foods only come from certain places, like yeah. Monty Melbury. You're, you're giving me uh, a podcast idea. It's one of the no, uh, yeah. great. No, have you, no, Primus, no. Primus, you guys Primus, ever... Prim, hold on, hold on, guys. Primus has an album called "Sailing the Seas of Cheese." I love so we got "Sailing the Seas of Cheese" <laughs> with Bill. But <laughs> well, no, no, there, there are silly things like that, like a, a Cornish pasty. Irish brand of uh, of a uh, cheddar. You can find that in a little. Little uh, farm upside of, 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 of Surrey and blah blah blah. <laughs> Have you guys ever had Cornish pasties? No. Sorry. No. Oh, okay. Did we just turn yeah. into a food podcast? <laughs> yeah. Well, Cornish pasties, you can only have. Oh, sorry, let's, let's go with the simple one. So, champagne is only technically champagne if it's from the champagne region of France. I have heard of that. Anything outside of that is just sparkling white wine. But there's loads of things like that where legally you can only call something something if it's from that place. Oh. Like I think, I think halloumi. I think halloumi can only be called halloumi if it's from Cyprus. Or I could be wrong. I could be wrong on that one. Otherwise, it has to be called like goat's cheese or something. <laughs> Over oh, here, we got halloumi. the biggest ball of twine in three counties. Ball <laughs> <laughs> over that. to see my ball of twine. We just... I see that sort of stuff. I see that sort of stuff on movies all the time, and I'm just like, God, America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not sophisticated. We have, a giant we have fried cheese made out of hay. Yeah. <laughs> we have people that put cheese on their heads hey. and go to football games hey. and cheer on the Green Bay Packers. I'm, I'm sorry, Rich, but fried cheese belongs to the Scottish. Well, you know what? We have <laughs> fried bread. We have fried uh, no, bread. French. We have fried, or- we have fried <laughs> Oreo cookies. You can fry anything. No, you, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what he's American that no one else in the world has. It's half and half. Half and half? Half and half, yeah. I had no idea have... what it was. <laughs> it took me ages to learn what it was. It's like, oh, it's half milk half, and half cream. Half cream yeah. Why? <laughs> or, Bill, we just have diabetes and obesity. That's what we have. <laughs> Bill, you hey, ever heard of a cowboy burger? <laughs> no, but I'm about to. It's, 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 a bur- it's, a, it's a burger, but instead of bread, they're donuts. <laughs> donut, burger, <I> mean... <laughs> donut. Called a cowboy I mean, burger. Why cowboys would... and donuts? Oh, I'd up that and have burger, donut, burger, no bun. Mm. Let me bring it back to you. Kentucky Fried Chicken did a. Remember the reverse sandwich, whatever they did a few oh, years ago. Oh God, yeah. Instead oh, of was it was a chicken sandwich, but it was two chicken patties with with bread in the middle. Bread, yeah, like that. that was hilarious. <laughs> me and my friends oh, all oh, we... went out and got one. <laughs> I still haven't had a baconator yet. That that's on my bucket list is to have one baconator before I die. Well, you'll probably die after eating it. <laughs> Too much. I've had a anyway. few. Oh, what, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> what, is this a Wheel of Time podcast? Anyway, if you love this enthralling discussion about food, cheese, diabetes, and Obesity. heart failure, subscribe. I, I think champagne as well. And, champ- and <laughs> champagne. And, and, and Cypress Halloumi. Mm, bit of the more refined palates is uh, Mr. Bill. <laughs> so, <laughs> subscribe to our podcast. As he shoves his, as he shoves a beer <laughs> in his mouth. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I clicked the camera on. This has been going live. <laughs>
whoops, sorry. Um, <laughs> subscribe, uh, iTunes, iPod, or uh, pod, Apple Podcasts review, as you have been well warned. Bill has what he has deemed a punishment song on podcasts where we do not get a uh, review. If you do not have access to Apple products, you may well uh, email us taverinpod at gmail.com you can hit us up in our discord say hey i i work i am samsung uh android only here's my review in god's name please don't sing bill and we will be very much obliged to read it on the air and not play the song yeah we have twitter although as we have admitted we have been lax in our twitter up twitter uh, monitoring but at taverinpod uh, Bill is available at Matunica. He's busy eating, so I want to take care of that for him. And Richard, you are... M-E-T-U-N-N-I-C-A. <laughs> I am still rocking my Twitter handle of at HailBlue1569. Hit him up, too. Say, hey, uh, get on get on the Taverin. Check out hashtag uh, Twitter of Time. There's some cool stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? We got Discord. We got... Um, I think Tyler's still doing the Instagram and the Facebook. Maybe, yep, maybe. Um, the the network's just finishing up its uh, game jam this week as well. Yep. And uh, and yesterday, as of recording, which will be a week ago when this comes out, um, <clears throat> uh, we finished the material lockdown for this year as well. Uh, how'd that go this year? Uh, not as good as last year. Oh. <laughs> to be to be expected <laughs> though, considering you know the the whole world uh, apocalypse died. Yes, yes, that 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 will put a chink in any armor. <laughs> but we, we we've raised uh, over two hundred dollars so far for most neurodiseases. So I'm pretty very happy. good, awesome, absolutely. You know, every every dollar helps. Every dollar helps the motor neuron uh, disease awareness uh, campaign. Hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to do this with my eyes closed, <laughs> so I'm not watching. Watching. <laughs> now the the NMDA, the Motor Neuron Disease Association, yeah. who, uh, yes. work on helping with like palliative care and stuff for people with neurodegenerative neuro disease. Um, what else we got? We got Patreon. Uh, yes. It is up for Patreon. And, uh, we are working on putting some special uh, information out there. I know I put a, a few uh, readings out there. I plan to, whatever episodes we had Bill or Rich do the readings, I did my own reading, but we'll stash it in the Patreon. Uh, we have some ideas for some bonus content that is Patreon only. So yeah, I've got out. a. Um... I've got readings of the wheel up, which is exclusive to Patreon out there at the moment, and I've got lots of I've got lots of other stuff up there as well. I'm going to do um, as as we get introduced to certain um, uh, high-ranking dark friends in the books. I'm going to do little spotlights on them for the Patreon. Very good. So I'm going to I'm going to have one coming up for Agonor, which is why I knew so much about him when he suddenly when that came up earlier in the coffee. <laughs> ah, he was the third highest-ranking in power. Number three in your. <laughs> Number three in the charts, number one in your hearts. Well, number three in the charts and number one on Rand's list of, <laughs> of list. dead people. Is he the first person Rand kills? No, well, counting Narg? Narg no, no, Narg? Like, no, not, not like Trollocs. I mean, like actual people. Because uh, don't forget, the Dreadlords were people. They just chose a bad path yeah, of uh, they, job they, career. They never killed anybody <laughs> as they were making their way to Camelin. You know, he pissed off a lot of people, locked yeah. up that one uh, lady assassin. Yeah, I think he's the first person Rand kills. Correct. Oh, I man, I completely missed that. Yeah, and he was like one of the third most powerful wielders of the one power who's ever existed. Well, it's all downhill from there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not going to kill you. <laughs> Boy, flick, flick, flick. <laughs> um, so Redbubble, I, I know that was something that we were playing with earlier. Uh, if you want to see our logo yep. on a coffee mug, hoodie, uh, <laughs> laptop sticker. Check out Redbubble. Yep. Am I missing anything? Cool. Else? So all these links are in the uh, the will be in the descriptions below. I'm pointing doing downwards, pointing. as always. Yep, I'm pointing. Everyone points downwards. Uh, and yeah, don't forget we're on YouTube. That's Subscribe right. and join the conversation there. There's so many places that you can show your love. Um, and yeah, like I say, if you really love us, you can always just throw us a buck or two on Patreon. And uh, we're going to slowly build out the content on there as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think it, I think it's time for a drink, guys. Where's the nearest inn? Where no, are no, we? no. This this lady in this white dress just offered me a wine. I think I want to. I think I want to. 
Don't ask don't her, ask for her number. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. She's dead behind the eyes. We want to do. Oh, I thought it was friends. really bad to say, but I wasn't going to say it. I promise. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank God for my mental, uh, for my moral compass. It caught just at the right second. <laughs> oh, any guys? That's enough. Right, guys. Yep. All right. Peace, Big everybody. We'll, we'll see you all next week. One. Chapter Peace. one. The Great Hunt. As we march further on into the adventures of the Great Hunt, we take a quick peek into each of the minds of the three farm boys from Two Rivers to see where their heads are at at the moment. Wow, Perrin is so good talking to women. The way he handled Eggwing, I wish I could do that. Man, I wish I was as good at women as Perrin. Man, Rand seems to know what he's talking about with them women. I wish I was able to be as good talking with women as he is. Man, I see Rand and I see Perrin and Lewith, they're talking to women. Boy, I wish I could talk to women like that. The only thing I'm good at is making women mad. I only make women pissed off. Matt really has a way with women. I don't know how he gets away with it, but I wish I had that same ability to talk to women like he does. I can't believe the way Matt talked to that woman. It worked out beautifully. I, I just I just get stuck in my words and, and, and they think I'm just slow, but man, Matt really has a way with the women. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. <laughs>